Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined by my cohort Parker Gabriel out here in Dove Valley. And we are previewing the Broncos week six game against the Chargers on Monday Night Football or run down their chances at SoFi Stadium as they are five point underdogs. Look at the state of the defense and offense heading into that game and then close the show with some predictions. Again, this is the First Orange podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. So, Parker, hey, uh, some injuries on this front, but let's first talk about the chances just overall at SoFi as the Broncos coming off a very tough loss to the Colts in the field goal fest. Broncos country is losing faith. Should they have a little faith left, or what are your what's your prognosis heading into Los Angeles? Yeah, well, I think we can safely say, Kyle, that touchdowns will be required uh, against the Chargers. They didn't get one uh, on Thursday night uh, last week against the Colts. They only scored the nine points. They've got six offensive touchdowns in five games this year. And now you've got to go on the road and beat a team that Nathaniel Hackett talked about it today at practice. Justin Herbert is getting healthier. Um, they've made some strides. You're already on one in the division. Now you've got to go on the road and try to win a division game again. I don't think it's I don't think it's beyond repair for Denver. Obviously, um, it's going to be a really long and very bad year if they average 15 points a game. Um, so they, they've got to get on on track there. Um, but this is the test in the NFL, right? You got you, you lose a game that you feel like you should have won. You got 11 days to think about it. And now you really, Justin Simmons called it a must win on, on Monday night, and now they've got to go find a way to, uh, to get a road division win against a really good team when you haven't been playing very well. Well, and that's just the thing, Parker, right? Like, you know, you looked at the early part of the schedule for this team. You're like, okay, there's a little buffer here. They could maybe get to the bye at 6-2, and 5-3. and three. It'll be all right. Heading into that tough stretch down the stretch, two matches matchups against Kansas City. So, okay, the, the loss to the Raiders, well, maybe we can excuse that. First divisional game for Hackett sure. and Co. But you gave away two wins against the Seahawks and the Colts. You can't excuse that. And now they got to make up ground starting on Monday night against, like you said, Herbert, who's getting healthy. He's been playing through that rib issue. Now he's getting healthy. Austin Eckler, obviously the Eaton guy, Western State, he's been going off. They got to contain him. And like you said, the defense has its hands full, but the offense probably needs a touchdown or two and maybe uh, get a little better in the red zone. We'll get into that in a second. But overall, is that is that your key, you think? The offense has really got to be better in the red zone, better on third down, not get into those and long situations to put Russ back against the wall. Yeah, 100%. They just have to stay on schedule. And the red zone stuff is its own issue um, because the game just gets more difficult. Down The closer you get to the end zone, the less room you have to operate, the more timing comes into play. Uh, it's it's PhD-level football down there compared to between the 20s, and you just, you've got to be really good, and you've got to, you know, I's dotted and T's crossed and all of that. And they just haven't really – there's been moments where you've seen that over the first five games, but on a consistent basis, they've not done that so far this year. And that that's – I think that's part of the reason, Kyle, why you see them – at times they move the ball well uh, in the middle of the field, and then it just – you've got to be really sharp to, to score the ball in the red zone. Or you've got to be able to run it right into the teeth of defenses, which has gotten harder, I, I think, in the NFL uh, overall. And then, yeah, on third down – you know, that over the last four games, they've had not just 32 third downs, they've had 32 third downs with seven yards to go or longer. Uh, and not only that, but they're the worst team in the NFL 
conversion rate wise are converting nine percent of their third and long opportunities so far this season so something's got to give you can't be 29th in the league on third down last in red zone percentage and be putting yourself in third and long more often than anybody else in football and expect that that's going to be you know a sustainable model it hasn't been uh it's not going to be and you know the 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 chargers have some big play type of guys on their defense even without bosa who's who's going to be on injured reserve um you cannot put yourself in second and 12 third and 15 first and 15 even Uh, you just gotta you know you try to keep the train on the tracks and it sounds really simple but do that and then and then try to build it from there Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. This is Kyle Newman alongside Parker Gabriel. BetSafe Colorado is the exclusive club for passionate gamers and bettors across the state. Download the app to start playing today, and BetSafe will match your first deposit up to $500. Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. And as we move on with the show here, Parker, let's take a look at that Denver defense. Some array of optimism as we were discussing the scuffling offense and the matchup against the Chargers here. Of course, they got their hands full, as you mentioned, but you got to be encouraged by the pass rush, even with Randy Gregory now on injury reserve. Chubb, five and a half sacks through his first five games. That's a great start for him coming off a couple lost seasons. Justin Simmons, all pro safety, hopefully should return on Monday night football. And then, hey, Broncos dealing with a significant injury to Ronald Darby, starting cornerback. And that's going to open the door for Damari Mathis, his big moment. And he's, we've seen him in some reserve work so far, but now he's going to be a starter alongside PS2. So even with that injury to Darby, he's still pretty high on this unit heading into this game. And how do you shut down Eckler? And we'll hear from Chubb in a moment, but I want to hear your take first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the thing about the thing about losing a guy like Ronald Darby is the other players are going to have to step up. And it, it probably will be Damari Mathis starting. You know, Michael Ojemudia may be back this week after – um, missing four games or the first, yeah, first five games, I suppose, on, on injured reserve. So, you know, you, you you just may see the way that their defensive rotations and their packages uh, change a little bit. You know, they, they, they can play Mathis and obviously Sertan and K1 Williams in the nickel. Um, if Justin Simmons comes back, you got to figure that they may still find some ways to keep Caden Stearns on the field because he's played pretty well in Simmons' absence. P.J. Locke's giving him a nice lift as that sort of dime back. So, you know, you're going to miss at some point during the season. You're going to look at it and say, man, Ronald Darby's a pretty good player and and you can feel his absence a little bit. But that's a spot where they're pretty well equipped to handle uh, his absence. And then they've done, you know, it's only one game and Indianapolis's offensive line was terrible. Um, But they, they did a pretty good job for the first of what they hope is four games minimum, maybe a couple more than that without Randy Gregory because Baron Browning and, and Nick Benito played pretty well. And then, as you say, you know, Bradley Chubb's been – he's been that guy for the, for the defense so far this season. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado, Kyle Newman alongside Parker Gabriel. And one more thing on Justin Simmons' return, you mentioned it, Caden Stearns. you got to imagine they find a role for him. Yeah. He's coming off his first multi-interception game, a couple nice zone reads, and he picked off Matt Ryan last week. Uh, really saving the offense's bacon, even though they couldn't convert. 
in the end in that loss in overtime. But you got to imagine they find a role for him. And then P.J. Locke, as you mentioned, he's coming back from the concussion he suffered a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas. He told me he's clear from concussion protocol and will be playing uh, on Monday night. Now, that's a that's a boost to the Broncos' special teams, yeah, if exactly. not yep. the, the reserves of that secondary. So, again, First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. Don't miss out on all the action. Get in the game with BetSafe Colorado, the newest sports book in Colorado. There's nothing like riding with your favorite team and player all the way to a big win. Get off the sidelines. Get in the game with BetSafe Colorado. Download the app to start playing today, and BetSafe will match your first deposit up to $500 Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. And before we turn it over and start talking about the offense, let's go to Bradley Chubb, who I caught up with in the Broncos locker room today. And he talked about containing Austin Eckler and the Chargers offense. Take a listen in. What's the key against Chargers, Herbert, and just kind of keeping them in check and, and keeping Austin Eckler in check, too? Yeah, we got to stop that run game for sure. Uh, you saw he went for what, 170 last week, so we got to make sure we stop the run game early and often. Uh, get him into those third and long, second and long pass situations and uh, just try to get out to Herbert. He's a, one, honestly one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I saw him as a rookie, um, just saw his development throughout, you know what I'm saying, his whole career. Right. So it's been fun to play against him, compete against him. So we, got, we know the challenge that it presents, so we just got to make sure we live up to it. And that was Broncos outside linebacker Bradley Chubb talking about the week six matchup in Los Angeles at SoFi. But uh, for the Broncos to have any success and not to be reeling at two and four coming back from that trip, offense, as we mentioned at the top of the show, has got to get it in gear. They're 32nd in red zone scoring at 21.4%. And that's a total contrast to the D, by the way, which is first in red zone efficiency. 27.3% touchdowns they're allowing. But back to the offense, they're also uh, 31st in points per game. And, of course, 32nd is the Colts, who they lost yeah, to last lost week. To, yeah. So first question, what about the tackles? I mean, Hackett's been elusive, but it's got to be Calvin Anderson and at left tackle for Garrett Bowles, who broke his leg out for the season. And that right tackle, is Billy Turner ready to go? Not really sure. He's been doing side stuff. Again, we've seen here earlier today in Dove Valley. It'll be him or Cam Fleming at right tackle. Yeah, I think th- I think that's exactly right. And I, I wrote about this for the Post uh, uh, earlier this week. One of the things with Calvin Anderson is that there's just there's multiple factors in play on the injury front for for Denver on the offensive line at this point. The simplest thing to do, just as you said, is is to slide Calvin Anderson in uh, at left tackle. He seems more comfortable on that side than he does on the right side. Cam Fleming's played okay at right tackle so far. Part of the equation is what Quinn Miner's status is at right guard. Uh, they, you know, he's been the way he played just in the first part of the opener before he got hurt. He's got a chance to be a substantial upgrade when he's healthy uh, over over Graham Glasgow. And it's it's nothing against Glasgow, but they just they need more out of the right guard spot than they've gotten this year. And so, like one way to think about it is, if Miner's is ready to go, then you sort of are figuring out. Who are your best two tackles between Billy Turner, Cam Fleming, and Calvin Anderson? But if Miners isn't ready to go and Turner is, I think there's a situation in which you sort of take the uh, you know temporary approach, put Billy Turner at right guard, pair him with Fleming on the right side, slide Calvin Anderson in to right tackle, and then maybe or to left tackle, excuse me, and then and then you know perhaps at least you're getting. A steady play from Kelvin Anderson at left tackle, better play at right guard from Billy Turner, and so on and so forth. So it's not just the one spot. They're really, you know, to my eye. And then, and then Dalton Reisner had a back issue pop up today uh, and didn't practice at all. So 
you're really talking about three or Uh-oh. four spots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're talking about three or four spots on the offensive line right now. Just you know, and this is why Nathaniel Hackett, like, why he's playing a little bit coy on it is because you never know what's going to happen. They thought they were going to have Quinn Miners back. Remember, he, he told you that it was his time and he needed to show that he was back and all of that. And and he was and went out and pushed himself in practice and popped his hamstring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aggravated the hamstring injury. And he had, he had told me the day before, he's like, yeah, I feel great. I'm surprised at how quickly I've come back from this. And then he aggravated it. And, and now he's been on the shelf since. So uh, that's, you know, when you're talking about an offense, you're talking about the, the five guys up front, obviously sort of, sort of driving the car. And so um, that's, uh, they, they've got question marks there and it's not just Calvin Anderson, the left tackle. It's, it's, um, it's three, maybe even four spots this week that they got to figure out. And, of course, Calvin has some experience coming in and spelling at left tackle. He'll get an extended opportunity here with the starter, Garrett Bowles, out for the season. As I said, broken leg, suffered last week against Indianapolis. I caught up with Calvin Anderson in the Broncos locker room today. Here's what he had to say about the opportunity ahead at left tackle, his relationship with Garrett Bowles, and more. Take a listen in. Time is that you just have to shift your mind because if you take time to hesitate to think about the opportunity, then you falter. So I think immediately as when G went down, I was thinking to myself, got to be there for my dog. But I was also thinking, team needs me, I'm there. So um, that's how I'm approaching this opportunity. Have you had any conversations with Dalton? You know, getting in sync with him and turning to being on that side. Yeah, we have. We have some synergy. We played together before. Obviously, last year I had that three game stand when I was playing for G when he went down. So. Um, you know, I know Dalton from way back, so we, we, I think we have good off-the-field chemistry, and uh, I think we've developed good on-the-field chemistry in the games we've played, so now it's another opportunity to develop even more of that. How much do you hope to lean on Garrett in the coming weeks to kind of ask him for tips, advice, that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, he's my best friend, so in the, in the way that you would lean on your best friend anytime, any anything you go through in life, I think that's how I'll be leaning on him, and, um, you know, he's he's there for me, so you know, I'm super grateful for that. I can call Garrett right now, and he'd still be there for me, and he, even though he's doped up on the, on the on the table against surgery. Again, that was Broncos left tackle Calvin Anderson talking about this upcoming week and his likely chance to fill in that left tackle for Garrett Bowles, though not yet officially announced. And we'll close the show here on the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado with some predictions. But first, remember, BetSafe Colorado is the newest sportsbook in Colorado and the exclusive club for passionate gamers and bettors across the state. Download the app to start playing today, and BetSafe will match your first deposit up to $500. Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. So, Parker, let's go to our predictions here. And the Broncos have burned me uh, the last couple weeks. Um, <laughs> last few weeks, yeah. Homer. You know, I'm getting called a homer. I'm getting emails from uh, visiting fans in other markets who like to read the scouting report and check out the predictions. And they had a fun time with the uh, Indianapolis game last week. Of course, we all picked the Broncos. I was going to say, I don't know that there were a lot to win of that one. Up to pick the right. So let's, let's go here. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Chargers, five-point favorite. And I'll start off here. I'm going with the Chargers, 21-13 over the Broncos. Offense remains in neutral. Defense does a lot, but just not enough against Herbert. And Herbert and Eckler, that combination of the run and pass, going to get them over the hump, the home team that is the Chargers. Parker, what do you think? Yeah, I've got I've got the Chargers too. Um, I, I I have them covering the five as well. Relative barn burner, given uh, what we've seen on the Broncos beat so far this year. But I'll take the Chargers twenty-seven to twenty. I just think they're a, a better rounded group. And look, I mean, they're not the Chargers aren't without issues. Um, you know, we talk a lot about Denver and the injury situation. All the guys on IR. Well, 
You know, the Chargers put Rayshon Slater, their their left tackle, and uh, Bosa, you know, on IR in the past week, um, and and they they're finding their way through that. Even still, I just think they're they're a little bit uh, more well-rounded. They have a little bit more that you can trust offensively at this point, and, and that's enough to uh, get it done and and drop Bender to two and four. See if the Broncos can prove us wrong. Again, that's on Monday Night Football. Broncos at Chargers at SoFi. This has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado. This is Kyle Newman for Parker Gabriel. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. And until next time, folks, take it easy.